0: call is being recorded.
1: Hi, Chioma here. And I'm Mita. We're cousins and good friends who decided to turn our hours-long weekly phone calls into a podcast. Come into the room. Our open conversations are now open to you.
0: In partnership with our friends at Yawa, this is Are I'm You me? me? I told my mom to, like this week in context of something else. I was just like, you know me. I'm not a go and bring Omi Shonwa type of person, that's not the kind of <laughs> wife I will be, it's well. not me. Omi what translates to water to wash your hands, and because in Nigeria, a lot of the food that we eat, you have to eat with your hands, so if you have guests as a sign of respect, when you serve them food, you bring water for them to wash their hands as well. And women, when they serve their husbands, will also do the same. Actually, culturally, it is expected that your husband sits on his couch as a mighty king and you bring him food and bring water to wash his hands as well. But Chema don't play that! Nah, no, that's not me. (laughs) You, everybody, carry your leg and go and wash your hands at the top. Because, I mean, you know, you have legs and they work. Hmm. In in what context? I had a conversation with my pastor from Baltimore we talked and like he kind of came around to the whole relationship stuff and blah 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 um what i mean i guess they're like
1: oh at a big age
0: (laughs) no no it it wasn't not like that though it actually Mm. wasn't like it was in a very caring very like okay positive way not in a way that annoyed like that would rub me a certain way at all. okay like it was yeah it was definitely a very genuine way oh oh that's
1: nice yeah, in a them. very, yeah,
0: in a very draining way. So he was like kind of curious about like what I was looking for in you know, a partner and things ah. like that. Um, and so that's kind of when I had mentioned that like, I was like somebody who um, wants a true, equ- like a true partner, a true equal. I'm like, because I'm I'm ambitious, I'm driven, I'm not just going to sit in somebody's house and mm. I want somebody who appreciates them, who actually respects that and wants that. So it was when I was telling my mom about that conversation that I was like, well, because as you know, I'm not a ground carrier mission, what type of nice. person. And then she was like, I was like, I didn't say that to him, but that was kind of what I was trying to get across in not so many words. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, good luck to him on his
0: search for you. Oh, that's what you think is happening here. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't really, like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, as I told him yesterday, I'm like, faith is hard. Like, I'm like, I have faith, but sometimes faith is hard. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But no, it was a very positive, uplifting conversation. Like, oh, that's good. Yeah. It's very good, like, there's certain like, I think uh, everything in this world is about approach is when people are like, Iqbalumamokowa means when will you bring a husband. The language is Yoruba, in case you didn't know that, but yes, now you do. Like, I'm just like, like, in those kind of this thing, like, is that some? that just sounds like someone who cares about you at all? No. Yeah. Right? It just like, like, it sounds doesn't... like someone who
1: has certain expectations of, how your life should look like based on who you are and based on their own culture and ideas and they're projecting and projecting and projecting and insisting and like the worst part is there's not even like a care about your happiness or your well-being or your decision making or the challenges Mm -hmm. that you may be facing it's just say, oh this is what's supposed to be happening at this point in your life based on my own Arbitrary understanding of everything, so I'm going to insist on it and and ha- and harass like you about bearish, it. Constantly. Yeah, it's an
0: uh, it's actually that harassment. That's all it is. There are only maybe like two adults from my church in Baltimore. Because again, mm-hmm. clearly my American church in San Jose is not going to be asking me this kind of yeah. rubbish questions. But <laughs> <laughs> um, but there are only two adults, like my pastor being one mm-hmm. included in this conversation and um this other woman... It's interesting because it's just one of those things where she just likes me. And she's one of those more, like, quiet, adults <clears throat> like, kind of person. And so from time... To time like, she asked my mom about me all the time. So from time to time, like, I'll call her. Like, actually, I remember, like, one time when I saw her in a, f- a few years ago, even. Um, and the way she just kind of... She just asked me. She was like, you know what? Like, is marriage something that you desire? And I was like, yeah. And she was oh, like, that's such a nice way to put it as well. Yeah. Sort of the gra-gra. Yeah, exactly. Ones. Exactly. Like, so she... Yeah, the way she, like, the approach was solid. Like, it was like, is this something that... I was like, yeah. She's like, okay. And so I was like, nothing is happening. She's like, you know what? Take your time. Like, we'll be praying if it's something that you desire. Like, you know, something like that. That's really nice. Like, approach. I'm I'm, like, you people... Thank you. These are the people I want in my... corner. The people I want to actually be talking to me about marriage. This is it. This is what I want to hear. Not Nonsense. When will you bring husband? Next time you come out to see your husband, I'm like what, do you, like, what do you want me to do? Yeah. W- tell me the markets. Are you going let markets go ah. buy one from? <laughs> ah. Oh, my
1: gosh. Yeah. I don't mean... I, I find it interesting how differently patterned my life is compared to you. Like, the only people who talk to me about stuff like that is probably our family. Because it's not... I don't really... I'm not plugged into circles like the way you're Mm -hmm. kind of tied into a nigerian church and stuff Mm -hmm. like i'm not plugged into circles where that is a conversation that would be brought up and then when i now think about our family like it comes up but i would say i would say that our, at least for me our family is one of the better ones on that because nobody who's going to Anybody who wants to tell you,
0: there's about no harassment.
1: About marriage, well, how would they harass you when when so many of us within our family have failed at it? Like they cannot tell you to, they cannot. <laughs> yeah. They cannot
0: shout at you to enter something that you've seen isn't always so great. So like, I feel like at best, like is it is comes up in prayers and yeah, I will take that. Yeah. Pray. I think that's,
1: it's always like pray a, for me. It's always like we'll pray that you know it's good. It's always it's always positive. I never feel like anybody is like putting a clock on me or Mm -hmm. you know trying to like hurt me or 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 judging that i don't or wondering why i don't like probably closest to that is like the cousins and that one's just fair game that's just like your friends talking to you are like it's more like a gist thing like Mm oh are you seeing anyone it's not not ever about like oh would you look at the time yeah, Your life is running out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And that's why, like, for me, it, it's even more upsetting because certain people, I'm like, you don't even care about me like that. Clearly, you cannot you cannot care about me more than my family. Mm-hmm. So my own family is not harassing me. My mother is not harassing me. You really think my mother doesn't want grandchildren? Like, you know my mother. Like, you yeah. really believe.
1: She would thrive.
0: Those right? children would be very spoiled by her. <laughs> right. Like, she literally is, like, grandmotherly like random people have and I say random I call it ra- straight up random people have children my mother is the one who's going to go and bathe new, their newborn doing a uh, soaking the mother inside hot water blah 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 for people and I'm like mm. why her mother is here why are you the one like <laughs> how does it concern you these people you, they don't even like you you uh, barely like them <laughs> like she just how? likes the grandmother work but she's like because she's she legit is good at it. Mm-hmm. like it's a calling the, yeah Point being that, that she's not harassing me, then you people who clearly cannot care that much. And I've had to report some of her friends, so I'm like, this is actually ludicrous. Talk to them. <laughs> your mom's and she your mom's very
1: hardworking. Like she's a very like, I don't know, like, yeah. She's she she acts a lot in service. Yeah. To
0: people.
1: That's whether it's true. like, okay, like she's so helpful. Mm. These are the things that really make me like sometimes. I have all kinds of weird thoughts. Again, I don't think these frequently, but I would really not that anybody is out here looking to marry into terrible families, but I would love to marry into like good, like a really nice family Me where too, like this, where, and I, I sometimes I feel weird saying it because, no offense to the person I marry, but. <laughs> <laughs> You're not necessarily marrying into the most like there's there's firstly there's lots of great things about our family. Like mm-hmm. you are anyone who would marry me would marry into a very fantastic collection of cousins in law and also like really lovely I, I think like aunts, uncles, even my parents, like on an individual tip, it's they perfectly great and i think they would be loving but it's not like you're not marrying into a unit if that makes sense yeah, like you're yeah, not marrying into like so a stable sense. entity um and there's a lot of crinkum and crankums and lots i mean of clearly the truth clearly there. true for me too so so, um, so i'm like i obviously i'm not like out here not being with someone because of something to do with their family because and that's actually that's something that this is an and like something that's been said to me that I have found really hurtful in the past is like this idea of like like who would want to be with you like based off of your family like I found it really really hurtful and like, what it, can you do about that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and it took me... And that's... And obviously, and you know... You know, like, the dynamic that I've experienced where I've... But not necessarily... I don't know that anybody has put it on me. But maybe it's a combination of personality and all the things I saw. But definitely feeling like I had to kind of play this kind of middle... middle. Um, what's the word? Um. Intermediary kind mm-hmm. of role in my family. Like when it comes to my parents, even some, sometimes my siblings, like kind of feeling, you know, f- being full, full middle child vibes, right? Um, and so like comments like that would be comments that I would like feel that, like a sense of responsibility right. over like, cause like the one I remember the most clearly basically was said in a way of like, you know, you should, you should talk to your parents. Yes, it was just basically like, so, so, something along the lines at least the message i was receiving was you should play the peacemaker and resolve this stuff and try to get things crowd like because what your family looks like reflects on you and currently that reflection is bad and of, I, I think like thankfully my siblings they're so different from me like a, on another level where it's like that's the kind of thing that you tell them they laugh Immediately, Like, they don't, they don't even take the moment it takes to, like, think about it. They just laugh immediately because they're like, this is stupid. Like, how can you be expecting... Like, the idea that you would expect a child of two grown-ass people to be mitigating and directing and... Or, or even thinking that, like, what this child says is going to do something. Like, that was one of the biggest lies I believed as a, as a child is this idea that, like, something that I'm, go- that I'm doing is is impacting my parents relationship or something that I would do could help it or ha- harm it or like nah be like you know and so to kind of have that reinforced mm-hmm. and like stated I was just like this is so horrific like you also and also you're speaking and like you don't even know whether I have done something you don't know the extent of work I have done mm-hmm. like so yeah anyway it's just stuff like that i'm like it's such a dangerous thing to ask kids to take any like like and this is my issue it's like if i'm old enough how old are they like how much older like surely old enough to decide how they want to pattern their lives and their relationship to one another the idea that like i understand in some settings i understand that some things are complicated and sometimes like for for the sake of understanding you know and that, like, I think families can go through phases, even things like the introduction of a grandchild into a family, right? It's like an opportunity potentially to be like, look, we have to figure out how to make something work mm-hmm. in the way people relate. Um, so what do you want? But to me, the question with that, the question with that is always, what do you grown ass people want to do? Because I can't make you do anything. Yeah. I can only tell you what it is And I can only, especially as you get older You can only draw your own boundaries Right, about what you're going to tolerate And what you're not going to tolerate
0: I mean, especially like in a situation It's different if you actually just think like Oh, everything that happened here was a miscommunication Or something that could be salvaged I fundamentally do not believe That my parents should have been together, period So why was anybody <laughs> going to ask me to come and be In the middle of the reconciliation of that Like, oh what is that gosh. It's something I really do not believe in yeah my even my father tried to involve me in this in 2017 probably and i had to go off because one that thing really yeah it set me off it set me all the way off i really it set me all the way off i was like please i really i really would prefer to not be involved i'm like you really think that me and my siblings we got out of this whole experience unscathed i have my own issues Mm -hmm. that i've had to walk through it's taking me a while to get to a point of of some type of forgiveness Mm -hmm. and now you want me to now you want to now dig open my wound again he, my, even my father knows me my father okay okay chum i've heard the never to be spoken of again yeah. don't try me
1: see that mediation thing i think it's actually just built into the culture because i remember do you know even when um my dad and i had our own argument there was an implication made by my dad that like my role in it should be that intermediary role and I think it's just I think it's just very cultural this idea that like people should be beg like begging on all sides is the main like it's it's just sort of it's to me it's different it's it's layers of begging it's like they want a group of beggars to beg one person enough for them to be willing to beg the other person and whoever doesn't beg wins (laughs) (laughs) it's like a whole like hierarchy of begging that they want to execute. Instead of being like, what do you actually want out of this life? Do you want to have stable, functional relationships? Do you want peace to reign? Like, what do you want? What can you yourself do to make it happen? Like, why would you wait for somebody else? Why? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we, we kind of dug in, but... kind of Like, I still go back to my original point where I would... I I would really like to, I I the, the challenge for me is I never I would never judge I would never judge somebody based on their family obviously because I would hate for the same thing to be done to me mm-hmm. especially with the narratives I've heard also I don't think I come from a bad family by any stretch of the imagination I just come from a family that didn't it didn't work out the parents it didn't work out yeah. doesn't make anybody bad doesn't make anybody evil it just didn't work I have a great pair of siblings my mum my mum and my dad are very intelligent people my dad is an extremely dutiful person like these are not there's nothing bad about my family it's just not a structure like it's it's just not a structure that i've learned any kind of stability from like i don't have that example and i think i would love to it's, com- it's complete luck to have parents who have it together and who love each other and who are in it for the long haul. Like that is, a- it is a- an accident of birth. Mm. Yeah. We'll see, we'll see how it all pans out. But like, again, I don't, there's like a lot of the things I like or want, I just hold them with such an open hand because I know that like they are ideals Just in my mind. An ideal does not mean that something is of good calibre. I have all these ideas and hopes. Like one could be. Oh I really hope that if I get married. Like it's a long and successful marriage. And Mm -hmm. all of that. But is the alternative of. You're with someone. It doesn't work out. You separate. You have the rest of your life. Either single or with somebody else. Or with several other else's and it's like a perfectly enjoyable life that makes you happy like that is not even close to the worst thing to happen to a person it can Mm -hmm. easily be on par with or even better than the thing that you've idolized Mm -hmm. like quite easily so I'm just like I just hold a lot of this stuff a lot of a lot of ideas of like oh I, I want this to be like this or I wish this I'm like no I'm actually really open to the fact that it could go differently and still be a complete source of joy goodness like say now this thing I've described of like oh you know it'd be great to marry into like a good family and in my in my mind that family is like um you know the full parents together been together for decades what if it's like that's not what I end up with and it's someone who's either from like a, a home like mine or someone who unfortunately has like has lost a parent or something it can still be wonderfully excellent the experience oh, yeah, and all that you like you course. know what i mean like it doesn't there's no difference in caliber there's just like an idealization of one in my head
0: also at the end of the day like by the time it all works out you don't know have the counterfactual kind of you're living That's your all. real life there is no parallel yeah. universe and None. so you're just living your real life and like it's your life right and it's just what what it is and yeah. it will be great it's kind of how that turns out but yeah i, I hear you so i mm. was um hmm. In this, in this moment's podcast oh, has, yeah? <laughs> had uh, LD the No, no, no. This is really, it's related. Really in this moment's podcast is one of our favorite podcasts. And they had on their most recent season LD the as a guest. So LD the is one of the pioneers of Afrobeat. I think I mentioned this to you already. Yeah, you mentioned this episode to me before. Which, great episode. But the point I was kind of... Did I mention the point about like he and his wife? How they've been together for... So, 22 years, I think, but I heard him like describe this relationship, mm-hmm. and like I literally was praying in my spirit as I'm Aww. hearing this. Like, and I'm just like, like, this God, this is what I want. Like, this one was like, like, we're in sync, like, after all these years, like, literally, like, my like, all of these things that he's saying about his partner, what he even said, and the part that got to me where he was like, he's like, sometimes I really think that we're setting our children up for failure. He's like, because. I know that a lot of people's relationships and marriages don't look like ours and I'm just like, our children get to see us like this and i'm hope mm. like i'm really scared that they're going to go out in the world and expect to find this and i'm so afraid that they won't and ah. i'm just like like to know that your relationship is so solid that you're like whoa like what are we even doing for our kids like and i'm just like but that part is kind of what got me right like where it's like okay this one's they've grown up in this solid environment right like mm-hmm. they have these ideas and they're like okay like i'm gonna go out in the world and i'm gonna find this and like and then you're like wow wait what like maybe everything is not like this but also there's also that level of like the assumption the kind of really blind ignorance the ignorance of being like oh yeah like wait no so not all all families are like this like this is not just normal people behavior you know Mm. um i don't know i think there's just like so many layers to it i just heard that and i was like wow Mm -hmm. like one they get to grow up in this environment and for them it's completely normal and they see something else and like they'll probably be like wait what like this makes no sense but i think that happens to a lot
1: of people though like you don't even understand that things i think you take your experiences especially when you're younger you take them as like a template for like what other for the for what normal is Mm -hmm. and then you see other things and you're like oh things are different like other Mm -hmm. people do this like i can only imagine that what a shock it will be for those kids to ever witness like you know a parental situation where the parents are abusive towards one another or like Mm -hmm. whatever like they will just be like what like i just thought all moms and dads loved each other or something yeah
0: exactly
1: what a what a lovely idea of normal to have but i wonder if it's i'm i wonder if it's better to have a great idea of normal that gets like reality check or having or having a kind of crappy idea of normal sorry, that you get to is, like learn of better things because that's something a great, for me. a
0: great idea of normal doesn't damage you let's be real here like it doesn't think, give you things to heal I, I from. i don't think the great idea of normal damages you but i think like his concern that he raises is fair there's
1: something no, about like the fair, reality yeah like, oh the yeah reality of life hitting you that you're like
0: oh wow but also, I was saying, like, how, like, it might really be really there, yeah, like, hard for them to, like, find, because but again, for me, it also, I mean, the bigger point another point for me is, like, wow, like this is clearly someone who is not just deceiving themselves so that their relationship is great.
1: Mm. Like,
0: to sit in your knowledge, like, wow, like our relationship is so, like, like, he's, like, he, like he, when he talks about his and his wife relationship, like, yeah. I, I, I don't know if, you, if this stood out to you when he was yeah. talking about it. Then he was, like, this is the part that we were made for each other. Yeah. And I'm just like, God, like, and he just knows that. That's like, God, (laughs) when? There were just specific things he said. I was just like, I was literally just praying in my spirit with those kind of, I was like, yes, that's what I want. That understanding, that that open, like that openness. Even the way he talks
1: about, I remember him just talking about the one year, year apart from each other, like, like it was some kind of like temporary insanity. Yeah. Where he was just like, Please. Like yeah. let's not even talk about that. <laughs> let's like, never speak of time. it. Again. Like let's not yeah. speak of that. Like that was just silly, like Yeah. Like why did I think I would ever experience or find anything else better than what i already have. exactly
0: had. Like, But for me, like, the idea like like and you know he's not just himself but he's so solid in that relationship like wait what have we done to our kids what are we doing to them actively mm. like you know because he knows he's so solid in what they have like doing that yeah. this is so strong that like, we're, we're really role modeling like such great things that it even terrifies him like you have such a good thing that is so scary to you And that's like, it was, it just sounded so real. That was like, wow, like. Yeah, good, good things are scary.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Good Mm. things are scary. Like, I mean, we've even talked loosely about this. Like, I I think one of the few times, the last few times that we got to actually talk about, like how we were doing, because of course for a while now, we've just been talking about all the stupidities going on, where we talked about happiness. Yeah. Like, and how there's just like, it's it's just scary (laughs) like it's scary to to experience a good like the goodness of something and wonder if it can be sustained if it can be lived up to if
0: you're just like if it will last if it will yeah and you you know what's coming to mind for me right now what the okay story or okay or
1: oh my god
0: like she had an interview with onzi coco
1: yeah, I, I read, I read that, and also um, I saw that, um, they I think they buried him, like, a few days ago, actually. Oh, yeah? I saw I a tweet where that. she was like, finally, they la- la- laid my baby to rest. And my heart oh. just broke all over again. Amidst the kind of chaos that happened in the aftermath of the Lecky massacre and the ENTOS protests, one of the people who ended up losing his life devastatingly was a guy called O.K., On social media, his girlfriend at the time shared their love story as part of her mourning of him and it was just a really special and also devastating glimpse into what they shared and how tragic that it had now been lost.
0: I read that and I was like, just kind of imagine like their love sounded so solid. It's one of them ones where it sounds like if they really made it, like, if he had lived, it was one of those like, this, like, we're made for each other type of thing. Yeah. They, like, the notes then, that he
1: would send to her about, like, they're just being so forthright and honest. Yeah.
0: And like, un- I no think games. There's, like, there's no, no games. games. No, no, like, no so hiding, direct. no caginess. None like, of that. He was like, I'm all in with everything that I am. Like, That's... he's like, there is no wishy-washy on my end. Like, she, yeah. the wishy-washy as if any was always on her end. Yeah. He's like, this is everything that I am, like, laid at your feet. Have it all, like to have that, and that then to loss. now have lost that. Yeah, like it's kind of what it's what you said. Like that idea of like, do you know how happy she must have been? And then idea of like, oh wow, happiness is so fleeting, and it's like such a. Well, even she said something where she's like, if I had known in that interview, she like, if I had known, like I would have done, would have done this thing, like, yeah. like we are pushing it to the something like that. Like just to know that, and then to even think of one, how what was I even set her up for in the future? like so good things are so scary on so many levels like Um, one from the idea of like it will even last because people even say the good ones die young there's a whole reason like it almost always seems like the good things like for some reason it's just for a season and it just doesn't seem to last as long as the not so good ones so you saying that kind of like that was literally what came to my mind like I anyway that's one of my big (laughs) the last time
1: I told you you were like you should talk to your therapist about that (laughs) When I was like, yeah, I, happiness is a rarity of an emotion for me. And when it happens, it's like, it just, it just trends to anxiety almost immediately. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm just like, the fact that anything could make me feel happy in of itself, like the like the idea that then my brain just goes to the, it just starts playing pinball and like calculating all the ways it can be lost, yeah like which is something i really need to work on i'm trying to work on like being able to be more present and i actually think i've been better about that like being more willing to like take a take risks i've kind of accepted that like you know anxiety fear all these things are part of the reality of of being me i'll continue to work and improve on them too but like what i don't ever want it to do is to interfere with or jeopardize my, my, like I don't want it to interrupt my life. I don't want it to stop me from trying something or risking Mm -hmm. something because I'm afraid of it. And I find like when I feel happiness or attachment or like any of these things that like are in of themselves, pure and good, I'm just like, shit. (laughs) I just feel like it's gonna be lost somehow. Mm -hmm. And I just freak myself out and psych myself out I just feel like my body can't be steady happiness and, and yeah happiness and being anxious go hand in hand like it's so hard for me to just be mm. steady when I feel happy which is like all we see in life and all we learn in life is like there's no point in doing that because the one to worry about is gonna come right like yeah. the things to worry about things to, and also the the losses you rarely see them coming
0: so like how calculation Never quite at, in the way really, at least like it's like
1: Exactly. Never like, in the way, way that you thought. Yeah. Right? All the calculations and the overthinking and stuff, like fine you might conclude that you might lose a thing. But
0: the way you will lose it will still end up being differently from you the still way it that you surprise you <laughs> exactly yeah. so better so it's like, just like enjoy so you don't regret yeah. like and i it's mean, easier said than done of course yeah but so you don't regret kind of not living in those moments and fully enjoying them and being yeah. really like,
1: oh, because you always what you describe of her right In being like if i had known i would have is just the same that's the same like and you can extrapolate that to any time that you allow yourself to like you remove yourself from a moment of goodness because you're worried about what could come out of it or Mm -hmm. because you're, like, thinking about other things or because you're, like, trying to... um, You're trying to create perfect rhythms and perfect parts or trying to make things line up. Like, life does not work like that. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't work like that. So it's, like, all the lessons that you learn are basically, like, got a good thing, having a good experience, want to try something well you know like for as much as you can control going for it go for it because you don't no one knows tomorrow and obviously doesn't mean like we should all go and be stupid and spend all our money but it just it's just like that priority of being present because that's like what we actually have right yeah
0: oh yeah as um my sister would say, you always like to listen to that poem for the, from the dead girl. Um, I need to find it because clearly bring I'm not the poem, Bring the poem, bring the poem. I'm, I'm, I'm going to find it. It's not even going to be that hard because I listen to this all the time. <laughs> it's one of my go-to ones where I always kind of got to remember, you know. The middle of the universe is here, is tonight, and everything behind is a song cast, lost in our oceans, and our oceans are deep so it's like this idea of like all we have is right yeah. now um and i mean the poem kind of of course it, it makes this is towards the end of the poem so it makes sense if you read the whole pick anyway the poem is called bygones by marina keegan is this idea of like you're even at a party i mean she wrote this when she was in college unfortunately she literally died the day after gradu- her graduation from undergrad yeah. like it's one of those heartbreaking things where her story breaks my heart every time i have her book it was this thing where like she was saying how, you know, you're able to, have to party but you're not even present. You're like, Oh well, mm. I heard that thing at college was fun. Like I, I heard that thing on like chapel was fun, like, oh, where's the next thing? And the next thing, like do you do you wanna do you yeah. wanna leave soon? Do you wanna leave soon? Um and she was like, No, I don't wanna leave soon. Like I want enough time to be in love with everything. That's what she said. She's Ugh. like, No, like it's like I want enough time. That's a literal line from this one. I want enough time to be in love with everything. Um I mean she didn't get it, but Like the idea, there's that idea of like just be here, just be present. Like, you don't have to be like looking for the next thing, chasing, yeah, chasing, or like looking, like being like what's around the corner, like everything behind is gone. Don't stress about it. Like, you're here and you're now, like, just deal and be present. Well, I think that's where kind of bygones comes from, yeah. So, yeah, anyway,
1: I just feel my heart just feels heavy,
0: yeah. Let me tell you the last line in this poem, by the way. The last... Okay, I'll read the last stanza. Mm -hmm. It said... "Or the snow comes and the sun rises and the vacuum starts and I cry because everything is so beautiful and so short.
1: Mm.
0: Just the last line is, like, really powerful. Anyway, this whole poem is a beautiful poem. Um, Like, I come back to it every time. Because it's just a good reminder, like, Mm -hmm. whenever I'm overwhelmed or even just, like, struggling to make myself present and blah 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 like like focusing on achievements and the next and the next like it's just kind of a good centering reminder of like
1: yeah no just be here be here yeah and it's like you know all this stuff but we all just get so caught up Mm -hmm. rat race is there you know looking to your left and to your right Looking at other people's Instagrams (laughs) and resumes. (laughs) I'm I'm going to say something unkind, but some people should get to live longer (laughs) than
0: others. (laughs) Yo, I
1: know. Like, I I don't... That may sound harsh, but, like, there's some terrible, alive people. I know. And some really, really awful... Like, some... Yeah, some really, really awful, alive people and some really wonderful people lost who would have
0: served us so well to have marina had a is one longer. of them i mean yeah. Marina. this this guy is seems to be one of them yeah. and i always think of my friend janelle like there's sometimes when mm. i think i'm just like you should be here yeah. like you did des- you actually deserve to be here and it's just so heartbreaking to me like that somebody like took your life because they were drunk but like i'm like you should be here like it's so mm. unfair it doesn't make sense because like she was just one of those people which a genuine light to everyone and like yeah I, I i think about that in like relations i had a lot where i'm like you actually deserve to be here. i know it, that doesn't make sense like who doesn't deserve yeah. to be here but i really think about that yeah so
1: unfair so much is so unfair like in a world full of like actual tyrants ah uh, like there's
0: can we tyrants. exchange them like because uh, yeah there's some people i want to bring back and some of these people can go some of them are living beyond the lifespan too
1: i'm like fam try be going please Ugh. like you're actually doing more harm than good so much some some have decades of harm a lifetime of harm some of these people mm. like some of these people have been causing harm since before i was born <laughs> up until today.
0: tired, nice like. tired. So we talk about a lot of heavy things on the, in this conversation. We talked about friends that we've lost, but also even strangers that we haven't met and the impacts that they've had on us. And it's so profound to think that people who we may not even know can live their lives in a way that have such an impact on us. And I think that's such a good reminder for us to just live our lives to the best or to the fullest and just be present in the moments that we are experiencing.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Like, Rest in peace to all those beautiful souls. And I think this has also been a time in the world where our experience of loss is so much more heightened, um, of course, with the, with the pandemic. Um, so I just, my heart goes out to everyone who's dealing and grappling with that but I think so much of all of this does point in that direction of you know making us think about how do we live the lives that we do have and the moments that we do have like what do we make of them and how do we um how do we treat others with that
0: time. I I think a key thing there is also loving with intentionality right Mm. we look at these people and okay there's also may he have a long life in Jesus name as well and like just even seeing their life the love that he has and how that's Um, Then we see the people that we've talked about as well, who are no more with us, and it's also that seeing how they love, that's also very inspirational.
1: Absolutely, like, yeah, you just see those, and the the example is just so grand. You're like, please, I have to step up my game. Like, I want the people who are in my life to feel special and to know that, like, to know that the love that you have for them, and while you have the time to show it. And also just to even do the things that you want to do. Like, we we speak about poetry and you shared the beautiful poem by Marina Keegan. And it's like, she left us with her words, right? That was what she had to give. And that's so powerful. So I think it's such an an encouragement. It's an act of love. It's so encouraging. It's like, if you're a writer, write that thing, you know, if there's something that you want to do, like, and you have it in you to share, like, do that thing because you don't know how many people it's going to mean something to um whether that's on a grand scale or even just the scale of the people in your life Exactly,
0: um, and yeah we talked about bygones by marina keegan especially in this conversation so if you want to hear it uh you can listen to the very end and we're, we're going to be you will get to hear you're it.
1: gonna get a lovely dramatic <laughs> reading of the poem by our very own chioma
0: Oh, I promise you nothing. <laughs> it's truly excellent. All oh, this hype now, anyway. Thank um, you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. I guess what I'd like to hear from the people is just what are, what are the things that you do to kind of be present and in the moment in your life? Like, what are the things that drive you and guide you in that direction? And if you're not doing anything yet, like, what are the things that you're hoping to do?
0: Yes. Yeah. Exactly. But either way. Take a moment and tell the people that you love, just how much you love them and what you love about them. Just make everyone feel loved today.
1: Aww. Shana, I love you. I love you too. very, very <laughs> much. <laughs> bye. All right, bye. Thanks so much for listening. Are You Me? was created by the two of us. It's edited by our sister, Misha, and produced by our friend, Falan in partnership with Yawa.
0: We love you guys! The music was produced by The Incredible David, a.k.a. Dallet. Don't forget to subscribe so you know when we drop a new conversation. And if you liked what you heard, give us all the stars and a good review. And also, tell a friend to tell a friend. We'd love to hear from you.
1: Follow us at Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can also send us an email at rumepodcast at
0: gmail.com. We send out periodic newsletters with fun bonus content sign up on our website at ayumi take good care of yourself
1: till next time this has been are you me
0: i had a dream the other night that i was checking my email that dream sucks and woke to woes of seniors writing love songs for tomorrow and tomorrow and the melodies that flirt us forward whispering the next thing and the next thing and so we beat on birds flocking south until we circle around and realize maybe maybe all that running wasn't worth it maybe we should build a cabin or teach high school or use our hands my palms are smooth as words weak with fashion and double spaces i want everyone else's club and job and class the grass i sleep in is always browner than that around Erasing dreams to see them breathe because you only bank for two years then it's over and 22 is nothing new It's just another chance to build for when we're 23 and 24 and time begins to sell for more than any 9 a.m. To never We are not stuck. That's the thing. We're not stuck. We all know one are nothings Yale will be what it was Gothic dreams of lucky of amazing not a staircase or corner office contract At home I walk in forest fields orange light and dry trees, becoming slowly sleepy and disgusted with my vintage shoes and the thinness of my skinny pants. My flora is laughed at by the flowers, whispering hip, whispering, there's no sidewalk that cares. But let me tell you, I look cool at parties and success sufficient to make men fall in love. As we smoke again and open wines and text to leave because the hair is never good. And I heard that thing on chapel was fun. Well, do you want to live soon? Who's there? Do you want to live soon? I want to bake my blackberry into blackberry pancakes and live wireless with a husband who runs in the morning and lots of books and a baby who I raise to be anything or nothing because that's okay too. Because working in a bookstore and having babies and nothing and being in love is okay too. Ambition is a choice. Ambition is a race we chose to run so we could get here, so we could, I don't know, so we could save poor people or invent something or be in charge. Last winter, I slept in ward counts, face pressed to tabletops until the snow came and the sun rose and a man came in to vacuum the floor. And I'd be tired. Not just sleepy, but tired. Tired until all I wanted to do was put on something acoustic and romantic and vacuum castle floors. Why do I feel like I can't do that? I'm not sure anymore if I want to schedule meals and be late and delegate because that's what good leaders do. And I'm tired of justifying with tomorrow's bliss because yesterday's tomorrow is today and someday the sun is going to die and then the human race will end and I'll still be texting to see if that other party is better. Do you wanna leave soon? No. I want enough time to be in love with everything. We are too smart to sell our time for a cocktail moment of this is what I've done and summers lost for three lines on a document that can't contain the time we got high on pancakes and built a snow fort. We're not that young. We've always been young, but we're not that young. And the world is so beautiful. And this is what we've got, you know? This is what we've got, and we just keep flirting forward, shrinking fonts and grazing love songs to future companies who may decide they want us on their team. The middle of the universe is here, is tonight, and everything behind is a sunk cost, lost in our oceans, and our oceans are deep. So I went to Yale. So I got good grades, so we beat on birds flocking south until we circle around and realize maybe, maybe all that running wasn't worth it. All the snow comes and the sun rises and the vacuum starts and I cry because everything is so beautiful and so short.